We are talking about following your frustrations. As we share our knowledge and experience, we help other innovative thinkers unleash their potential. As a result, our personal growth becomes exponential. Exponential. We are building bridges and changing lives by making space for authentic relationships to build trust. This leads to organic collaboration and real synergy. Welcome to the Bridge Builders Podcast, resourcing innovative thinkers with the tools and opportunities to thrive. Opportunities to thrive. Peter, before we press record, you were in a really good groove about uh, your take on that, how that impacts the flow of transition and new things and, you know, just how you engage and do life, man. So, uh, just let's pick back up where we were before we <laughs> okay. record. Yeah, I know it's it's always hard when we're podcasting. Like we just start chatting through what we're going to talk about, and then we end up like doing a podcast before we hit record right. and, and after and after right. exactly. Yeah, and then we talk through it all. Uh, yeah, what's up, guys? Hey, I am really excited about this topic because uh, this is something that I think is is a really it's a mental it's a mental struggle that most people have this idea of being stuck. And, you know, the idea, the topic for today is follow your frustrations. So um, I, I really sat down and thought, okay, what does it mean to follow your frustrations? When I get frustrated by something, what do I typically do? Um, I either try to avoid whatever that thing is that makes me feel frustrated. Or um, if it's not a big, you know, big frustration, I'll just dig in my heels and, and, really try to figure it out or work through it. And, you know, some people are better at that than others. Some people really try to avoid pain as best they can. And anytime there's frustration or tension, uh, it's a symptom of uh, pain or un- something being uncomfortable. And we don't like to be uncomfortable. So the tendency can be to avoid it. And if you avoid it, then I promise you that same frustration will will rear its head in another way down the road somewhere. So I've learned, I'm just going to lay this out, this foundation out. I've learned that it's always best to face your frustrations in the moment and deal with them or, or really try to figure out what the root is now before it becomes a bigger issue down the road for you. So um, my idea with following your frustrations, I'll, I'll just give an example of my real life, what I'm dealing with right now. My family and I moved, we moved to Nashville, Tennessee area in 2015 and uh, this is really uh, we talked about it before in the podcast a little bit but it was really a pivotal moment for us and our family and and it's when we started our company and it's when we started to get a lot more momentum a lot more clarity and direction in life Um, i feel like the word of god began to open up to me a little bit more i started to understand some things i was raised in a christian home but uh, didn't really have a deep understanding of like how the Bible and God and all that played into life uh, until we really started to, we were just autonomous. We had our own, our own rhythm. And, uh, and then we moved back uh, to Montana. Uh, according, uh, really, it was just a few months ago uh, from the time of this podcast, but, uh, and it was just an amazing move. We needed to be back here and, and be in this place, be close to my family. And then after about, I'd say three or four months of being here. We're in month about five right now, almost month six. But there, w- it became really clear that 
this was just a, a kind of a uh, a temporary move. It wasn't going to be our long term solution, um, but it was something that our family really needed to do to kind of hit the reset on a couple of things. There was some stuff that just was needing to be well. One of them for sure was our house. The house that we were living in was just not not serving us the way it needed to anymore. And so we needed to get out of that house and, and find something different. So anyway, we're moving back. We're moving back to the, the Tennessee area, uh, Nashville area. And, um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll be close <laughs> to Chauncey and all the, all the good stuff. And, um, so, you know, I went through a lot of internal struggle because there is some tension there. There's a little bit of frustration, like, uh, we just moved across country a few months ago. Now we're turning right back around and moving back. That's a little frustrating. It's a lot of energy yeah. spent in getting moving trucks and loading up all of your stuff. Moving is never fun. No. <laughs> I mean, in one, in one sense, it is fun to like scale back or like, you know, you, you, you kind of force yourself to get rid of stuff that you don't need. Yeah. But yeah, it's not. Loading like, boxes and all the stuff. No. Man. You just want to be in it, be yeah. there, be done with yeah. the process and you guys are jumping into it again. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And you find, you find out like who you really are through moving. Like there's a lot of stuff that just kind of comes out of you um, when you're in the process of moving you, you're dealing with stuff that you still carry that, especially when you move back to back, it's like, Oh, I, I still have that. I forgot. Like since we've been here, there's so much that I haven't even looked at or used. And so there's a lot of that, like, well, obviously I don't really need that. So let's just, let's get, get rid of it and not keep carrying it around. So, um, right. So the point being though, is like, I really feel like as we move uh, through life and as we look at things in our life that cause frustrations, uh, frustration is a sign of, of friction. It's a sign of resistance. And if, you know, if you think about like, um, uh, anytime you feel some resistance or pressure in your life, it's a sign that there's some energy happening. Like there's, you know, like when a car impacts a, a, a telephone pole, there's some energy transfer happening. And typically that telephone pole is not going to stay upright for very long. And so, you know, that's a, that's a catastrophic impact right there, but you can see tension happening. I mean, you can see frustration between the hood of your car and the, and the telephone pole. Yeah. And so that means that energy is happening. So what you need to do is take, you know, learn how to re kind of redirect that energy into something productive and realize you really only as are, are as stuck as you think you are. And you, mm. you, and if you look at your frustrations as, or you're, you're being stuck as a problem, then it's really hard to overcome it. But if you look at it as a symptom of, something that needs to be addressed in your life, then you can kind of take a step back. It doesn't have to be a stressful thing, but you can take a step back and go, okay, do I have some stuff that I need to get rid of? Do I have some, you know, do I have some bad mindsets or some things that are out of balance? And uh, have you, Chauncey, have you ever had like moments in your life like that where you saw like be, being in a moment of extreme frustration led to a moment of like new growth? Yeah, man, absolutely. So that's what I was, I was, processing, you know, the the perspective that you're sharing on your frustrations to where, you know, you identify, you know, these issues or these scenarios and it leads to a, you know, point of progress. You know, it kind of is a gateway to, mm-hmm. um, you know, getting better or moving forward with something. And, and I have, man, a lot of times in my business and in leadership, it's like, man, if 
this thing isn't isn't happening, right? Like yeah. we're not getting the goal, we're not hitting the mark, we're not meeting the deadlines, you know, and that lack of achievement, the lack of success or whatever uh, is frustrating. So then it makes me internalize, okay, reflect, what am I doing? I think, you know, naturally we as people, we want to look out the window, you know, when things are not happening well, and that, that gives the power away, you know, but when we have the um, awareness and the, the discipline to look in the mirror, when things are not happening well, then that always presents an opportunity for us to get better. Okay, so this situation didn't happen. We didn't have to go, what did I not do, right? What did I do? I'm frustrated about the outcome. But if I look in the mirror, then now I have the uh, authority and the power to make an adjustment. If I look out the window where, you know, it's this guy or that guy or this situation or the environment or whatever, you know, then it, it, it happened to us as opposed to it being something that, we can um, grow from, you know, I like your thought process. And it is, man, you can't, without the resistance of, of the weights, when you're doing the bench press, you won't get the muscles, you know? Right. So you make progress by doing the work, by, by going through yeah. the frustrations. Man, when this conversation came up on, I think it was last week and maybe the week before when we were talking about it, but, uh, you know, for me, this, this term, follow your frustrations, really, let me be honest, my wife, Kirsten, she says it all the time. Or she, in the past, is just like a, a thing that just always follow your frustration, you know. But that's um, leading to a point of direction, you know. When you are maybe not as so not so clear about what you're supposed to be doing, what your mission, your purpose, what your um, focus should be, what your thing is, you know, what's the thing that makes you get out of bed, you know. If you survey your life, look back. And like, what are the things that just really get under my skin? What are the the things that, that you know, I'm frustrated about? The, and, it, it, you know, typically, hey, if it's, um, man, just clean air, you know, I'm just, I hate not being able to breathe or have, you know, then, okay, maybe there's something for you there to, to invest or to create or to generate or, or, you know, man, it's just something, you know, I just have a hard time when I see, you know, kids not having the things that they need, you know, and then my whole life I've been angry about it. It just, it just burns me. It's just not right. And so those frustrations are, that means there's something that you are supposed to contribute in oh, that yeah. area. You know what I mean? Like there's purpose for you. There's, and if you are, when you follow, you know, those themed frustrations, you know, throughout life, then, and if you engage solution in that, then your life's going to have so much more purpose. Oh, That's the gosh. point when, you know, people get to, you know, they don't work a day in their life because they're doing what they love, you know? So and then when you are, yeah, you know, so when you're doing things that you love, you know, you do it with the, with the passion and a fervor and a consistency that is going to be, you know, fruitful, is going to be productive, right? You know, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, the greats, they love the game and they shot, you know, 500 shots every day or whatever. You hear those stories and they became great at it because they, they, they loved it, you know? And so if you, love people, you love speaking, you love fighting, you know, whatever, you know, whatever your thing yeah, is, you right. know, if you uh, follow the frustrations and then you, you give energy to it, then inevitably you will be successful. You know, it doesn't matter what you do. You know what I mean? Like totally. You can't like, yeah. And, and nobody else can do that for you. Like that's something that only you can do and you feel frustrated by it. Man, that's such a good thought. Uh, I, I'm, I mean, I have so many things that are running through my mind of scenarios where uh, 
you know, I had, I had a early on, like I can look back and just remember like things that really just, you know, I've thought about and I, you know, was, was not comfortable with like, this is not okay. Or this is, this is frustrating or this is, um, there's gotta be a better solution out there. And frustration is kind of an interesting word because it is, it, it kind of elicits a lot of different types of emotions. It's not just yeah. really heavy things because a frustration could be something that's just like, eh, that's kind of, that's kind of bothersome, and, <laughs> but you know, I don't have to do anything about it. And if I just didn't think about it, probably be okay. Yeah. But then there's other things that are like, Oh, I just, I'm frustrated by this. I just, I got to work through this and um, I got to figure this out, but I don't know where to start. That's a, I think the biggest tr- challenge is not knowing where to start feeling like you don't really know what to do with it or how to, right. how to address it. And um, I was just thinking about, as you were talking yesterday, my daughter uh, is, she's taking violin lessons from my mom. And so she's been doing really, really well with violin. Uh, she's really taken to it. In fact, she'll go, she'll just go up to her room and op- open up her violin and just play through her, you know, her lessons. And I don't really have to work with her too much on those. And then I'll, I'll hear sometimes where she misses a note or she's out of tune or mm-hmm. she needs some things addressed. And then I'll call her in and say, hey, let's work on this together. Come um, on, man. We need to, somebody to rub off on Knox. We, he loves yeah. the electric, but I can't get him to practice for nothing. <laughs> day, man. Let's go get this, you know, we're investing in it. Let's, let's play yeah. a little bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's like, it's, yeah. I don't, I think that for her, it's like there's something that she's figured out. I'm actually kind of good at this and I, mm. I like it. And so, I mean, I think that's the challenge in, in life in general is finding something that you love and enjoy and are good at. That's, I think, what you're getting at. Um, and something that you're that's that like being good at the violin is more important to me than being bad at the violin. Yeah. You know? Like not being able to play. Like I want to play more than I don't want to play. So yeah. that means yeah. I'm going to do some of the things. Like I don't have to ask her to go practice. She just goes up into her room. There are days where I go, Hey, let's work on some stuff together. Cause I could feel like we need to, we just need to spend some quality time together, you know, and I'll, I'll sit down at the piano with her and I'll play, play along and, We'll go through her songs and so last night we're working on this tune and she played the whole song great except for the last section which has a lot of changes a lot of fingering differences mm-hmm. and you're kind of bouncing around the fingerboard and she's like i can't do it and so she's ready to throw it in and i said okay um i said well if you want my help I'd, I'd be happy to help you figure this out let's you know let's let's kind of dig in a little bit and she goes nah. and i said all right let's slow it down and let's, you know, let's play it one note at a time and then we'll pick up the pace and get faster and faster until we're back at the original tempo. And she was a little hesitant, but then literally after like five or six times, she just had it down. She had it nailed. <laughs> so then I was like, high fives, excited. That's so good. You, you nailed it. See, you couldn't do that before. Right. And now you can do it. And it literally took like five minutes. It's not like it's, you know, we think that our, these big hurdles, these things that we can't do are so oh, unattainable. Yeah. But it's like right around the, and then <clears throat> I grabbed all of her music and I closed it up and I put it in her bag and I said, oh, hey, real quick, let's just play that again. You know, and no music up or anything like that. And so she just sat there and just played it and, you know, from memory. And that is, so like what happened was it went from something she didn't know how, or didn't, she felt like she didn't know how to do to something that she realized she could do, but she needed that, that music chart in front of her to see it, to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then it was, then she had it 
and she didn't need that music chart anymore. It was just in, built into her. And I think yeah. that's what we're trying to do here with this, with this whole thing, with bridge builders in general, is help take you from a place where you're like, I don't know what to do, I, or I can't. I just can't. I can't be successful. I can't have my own business. To, oh, wait, maybe I can. Oh, and there's some people that actually can help me, and they actually want to help me. And then we, we work with you on you know, finessing your business plan and you know, establishing your, your core values and your why and all that. And then you start doing it and then you do it with some help and then you're doing it on your own. And then you look back and you go, well, I could do this in my sleep. Yeah. So I love that. That's what we're, that's what I get excited about thinking about helping people with that stuff. Dude, I love, love, love that example there. You know, your daughter got some confidence and then the momentum, you know, yep. just took off. She's able to do it. Yep. No music, no nothing, you know, no hesitation, you know, and now it's in the rhythm of, Yep. You know, getting the wins, you know, and you're right about it. That's exactly what our goal here yep. is, is, is the, the victories is to get the transition. She wanted to she wants to play the, the violin, you know, and so she you got her over the hump, you know, of being able to play that song and the confidence in doing it. And that is our, our goal here is to get, you know, connect the dots to build the bridge to get you from where you are to where you want to go. And then mm. so much of that journey, you know, initially is following your frustrations, knowing yeah where they are um, you know when you come against the frustration how can you get better from this experience you know and then just looking back in the theme identifying where your pet peeves are you know where are the things that that, that agitate or motivate you you know and then giving energy energy to those but then also just being in a network of like-minded people, you know, and then using the resources that are available so that you can build the momentum, you can get the W's, you know, and then you can move your, your vision and mission forward. I know that right? you've had, I know you've had a lot of this. I mean, you've had a lot of experiences like this. I, I know that your journey has not been just full of, you know, daisies and daffodils and sunshine. And <laughs> like, I know that you've had a lot of frustrations. I know you've had a lot oh, yeah. of tension, but I just, I know you and I know that, that you tend to, you, you don't let that stuff really shine through, uh, the, the frustration shine through, like you, you have a really, uh, unique ability to kind of temper things, to take everything in, kind of go into an internal place and you have your internal processes, but you're, you may feel frustrated, really frustrated on the inside, but on the outside, you've got your composure and you're, you've got your direction, you know, where you're headed. And a lot of people don't have that skill. Uh, is that something you've always you feel like you've always been that way or is that something you've had to like fight for and and i'm going to ask you another like set you up put you on the spot okay um, like uh, can you give me like a story or an example of a time like early on because i know you've told your story about like when you guys couldn't even afford diapers and you know you're yeah. looking for potlucks and stuff like that like in that era of life before things were like kind of go in the way you wanted them to go yeah. uh, share a story about that and like a moment of like oh we could do this man you know i think so much of how we as wired we are wired as as individuals um partly is nature but it's part environment as well you know and so if any of you guys know anything about the enneagram you know i'm eight on enneagram to where you know we are they describe us like the challenger where we take opposition and we like to fight and we like to build and we like to, to do and attack and to be forward moving uh, in everything, you know? And so is that 
a natural thing, you know, and I think, you know, I listened to my mom and my grandmother, they were like, oh, Chauncey, as a, as a little kid, you always like this, you know, care for everybody type of thing, you know, you wanted to protect and do. Um, but I think there was also a moment, actually, I know there was, you know, when uh, I like kind of turned a switch, you know, I think, you know, people who kind of hit the, the Enneagram 8 um, category, Zation, um, you know, they, they have this moment when they, okay, a switch went off or went on, however you want to look at it. But there was a moment when, you know, as a kid, I may have been like 10 or 11, um, and things weren't so ideal. You know, dad had issues. There were issues with family. Folks were split up, you know, and then there was just like this sense or this feeling of abandonment that I had. You know, I was there and my little brothers were under. And so, you know, I felt like, okay, I needed this and I needed this. And it was, you know, just didn't feel like they were, um, you know, people available that were going to provide the emotional, the, the, the support that I needed. Uh, relocated, lived with my grandparents for a little bit. And there's a little bit of distance there just age wise with them. It was, you know, not hostile and safe, but, you know, just, you know, just the, 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 the nurturing sometimes that kids need and, right. you know, feeling that lack then, you know, I kind of has, okay, hey, you know, and resolve that. You know what? Um, it could be worse. You know, there, there are people and their kids and in far more hostile situations. So we were safe and we were well. And so that was cool. Um, but, you know, I made a decision if, you know, things were going to be experienced or had or done, then it was up to me. So I took responsibility for my life and my direction. And even, you know, my brothers took, you know, took responsibility at that point. Like, oh, you know, just kind of surveying the landscape. And like, okay, well. If it's going to be different, it's up to me. So, like I said, looking out the window or looking in the mirror, you know, at, at, as a kid, you know, I made that decision in. I looked in the mirror and said, hey, if you want it, then, you know, then that allowed me not to be angry at anyone, you know, not to hold, not that there weren't experiences with traumas and things like that that needed to be worked through, but this this feeling of defeat or, or sure. anger or hostility, it didn't, it wasn't allowed to take root because, like, you know what, it could be worse. You know, and I'm going to make it happen and it's up to nobody but me, you know. And so that relieved a lot of pressure from other people, a lot of outside stuff. But it also allows stuff to flow in and through. You know what I mean? And so, you know, with that resolution, more or less, yeah. you know, I've, I've navigated hurdles and obstacles in life um, with that tone that that'll come across as, oh, man, you don't really let things bother you. You know, like you don't really it doesn't really affect you. You know, you, you deal with it. They're hard. But then you internalize and you go through. And then here's another thing, man, like just having a um, and this has been more recent in my adult life, having a real understanding of who God is and who I am, you know, like with as a kid making a decision, I took a lot of responsibility on. And so then I was able to be effective in things and that put me in place of leadership because I was doing the stuff because I, I it was up to me, you know, but so good. in that it grew a subconscious confidence that I can get things done. Yeah. You know, yeah. until like you just mentioned in, in the business and in, 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 you know, my family and, and work and I couldn't get it done. You know, right. I was like, bro, I cannot connect the dots financially and, mm -hmm. you know, bankruptcy. All of the things were on the table. You know, it was there and it was, I mean, the absolute hardest season of my life, yeah. you know. But then that's when I, I hit a different stride with God yeah. and OK, he's God and I'm not, you know, whether even though I've had all these success and I've done these things and. Yeah. You know, whatever. Um, I can't do this. And so when I just kind of release and surrender, say, hey, you know, God, if it's going to happen, it's up to you. 
you said that you are God and you do that and I'll do what I can do, you know? So then I can just in the next moment be kind to my wife. I can answer the call and tell these debtors, hey, man, I don't have the money, but I do intend to pay you. You know, I can go to work and I can, you know, and so I released it, you know, and so then now, you know, understand that I am a steward and not an owner in anything in life. You know, like I don't have the ultimate power to do the things, so I don't have the ultimate responsibility. There's a correlation in business, in life, in marriage, in any relationship, you know, and on your job even. If you uh, don't have the authority, then you're not responsible for it. But if you do have authority in places, you're responsible for certain things, you know, so you have to understand. Um, and th- this happens in like entertainment and stuff. You you know, these people want all this, you know, authority and impact and influence. Well, there's responsibility that comes with that. It's just like one of these unspoken, unseen spiritual laws. There's a direct correlation between authority and responsibility, you know, and when they're not lined up, there's an issue, you know, but when you see them well, you can do it. So, you know, I took the authority out of my life to where, you know, I I don't have the juice to make all these impossible things happen, you know, but the creator does, you know, and he says, hey, Johnson, you can do this. Then, bro, you got the authority, you got the power, you're responsible for it. So all I can do is what I can do, you know? So if he says, go after, go do bridge builders, go do contracting, go do, you know, be married, have a kid, go do these things, then clearly he has capacity to get it done. I just have to stay in my lane and do my part. And that is the place where it allows me to really have freedom, you know, and then take on the issues because life happens to all of us and it won't stop happening to to us. But, you know, if you have the right perspective of, you know, the issue and and, and, uh, who you are and who God is and bigger picture, then you don't lose hope. You don't lose heart. You just deal with it like, all right, man, you know, we don't have any money this week, you know, so we'll, we'll just go to work next week or whatever. You know what I mean? And yeah. that, that that's kind of the place. I don't know if that answers yeah, the question. Yeah, totally. And I think what's what's amazing about that and this this resonated with me. And I hope that that some of you listening, it resonated with Chauncey when you said that when you were young, you had some rough situations. And but you kind of looked at it and you said, well, it could be worse. There's other people in worse situations. And so like complaining about it, letting this thing hold me back, all of that isn't going to serve me. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to stay. It's not even just about staying positive is it's more, it's more, it's deeper and more meaningful than just being positive. You know, a lot of people want to just, they talk about being positive, positive thinking, positive thinking, positive talking, you know, positive feelings. Like, like we all want positivity, and it's not just about positivity. It's about, a, a, it's like that is a result of something that's already baked into you, that's in your heart. And it is a choice too. Like you had to make that choice. Somebody else is worse off than me. So what right do I have to complain about this? And, you know, you may, listening to this podcast, you may think, well, they don't know my story and <laughs> they don't know my background. Yeah. And, uh, you know, nobody else had it worse than me. And maybe that's true. And if that's the case, then, uh, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, man, like, like I, yeah, we, and we would love to talk with you and like, hear your story and, and, and learn if you've overcome or if you're still in the middle of it, what are some things that, that, that can help you overcome, uh, and, and get, get past that. But what I, I wanted to say on that was you, because of that, it kind of, that kind of shaped the tone of your life where you realized, you know, some bad things are going to happen people are going to be kind of bad sometimes and not 
not, you know, people are selfish. And a lot of times we tend to like serve ourselves and that you know, results a lot of times in intentionally or even unintentionally running over other people. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I, and I've had plenty of experiences. I don't need to tell more, more stories today, but I've had plenty of those types of experiences too in my life. And I let them hold me back. I, in, in, there's a few situations where I can think I, something happened to me and I was totally justified in being frustrated or, or hurt or angry or disappointed. But then my response was kind of, I let it make me angry or I let it get mm -hmm. me frustration, frustrated. And then I let that frustration, like we're talking about, actually hold me back and not propel me forward. Yeah. I let that resistance be something that was a limiting factor in my life. And then I had a season of extreme, uh, aimlessness, you know, um, uh, I was always blaming, you know, other things. Well, this isn't going right and that's not happening and this isn't working and that, you know, that didn't pan out and this idea and just life is full of disappointments, isn't it? Yeah, and it then, is, yeah. and then on the other side of that was my wife coming into my office and saying, you know what, I think we need a change. And I think you need to start actually doing something that, that you're actually really good and passionate about. And that was the beginning wow. of my company. So, wow. so the, the moments of frustration, even my bad response was in a way a, a blessing because it it gave me a lot of that contrast. Our move from Tennessee back to Montana and now back to Tennessee again, it was this this has been a season of context and and seeing the contrast. And you know, this is good. That's probably more where we need to be. And so you can just turn on a dime, you can pivot. And and I think that's the lesson we want you to take away today from this podcast, really is. You're only as stuck as you think you are. If you follow your frustrations, you'll learn what's the deep why, what's the thing that drives me, gets yeah. me up in the morning. And then don't look at frustrations as things that get you, that, you know, as a reason to stay stuck. Um, yeah. It, how do you engage and move forward? Yeah. yeah. And then how, how do I, yeah, how do I engage? You know, how do I apply? What is the lesson to learn? Like what, you know, and if you, if you handle it right, if you approach it the right way, then you are able to move forward in a successful impactful way you know that will change the trajectory of your life not just yours but the people who are coming after you and the people who you are going to reach and uh and impact and so man this has been a really good good topic you yeah, know good stuff yeah so guys thank you for listening to this next this episode of the bridge builder podcast we're building bridges and changing lives follow your frustrations um, pay attention do the work, engage it the right way. You know, it's going to happen. They're going to come. Uh, but how, how do you move forward? Hey, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for joining us as we share our knowledge and experience with you to give you the tools and opportunities to thrive. We are building bridges and changing lives. Connect with us on social at Bridge Builders. That's B-R-I-D-G-E-B-L-D-R-S and www.bridge-builders.co.